Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I am Frenchy Pearson, and welcome again to my channel. It is Sunday. Happy Sunday, December fourth of twenty twenty-two, one thirty-seven in the p.m. Glory, hallelujah, praise His name forever and ever and evermore. And it won't be long, people. It won't be long. It won't be long. Jesus is coming soon. Before I begin, let me say this. If somebody comes in the comment section, hey, I'm Frenchy Pearson from Telegram. Hey, from Frenchy Pearson, let me sell you some uh, Bitcoin. Or, hey, I'm Frenchy Pearson. I'm from WhatsApp. That's not me. It's an imposter. A lot of YouTubers are going through this, so just report them. Get rid of them. Don't want you to get caught up, okay? Want to donate to me? You can go to my um, description, and you can go to my Cash App, and just donate there. Other than that, hey, watch yourself. So, happy Sunday. We have a crisp, what, 25 degrees here in Chicago. Going to check out, see what the bears are doing so far. Had other things to do. Still working on some things. But anyway, uh, did you guys hear almost a week ago, the Cleveland Cavaliers were playing a basketball game, and C.D. Osmond, C.D. Osmond, he took a hard hit while he was playing basketball. In the nose. And then, all of a sudden, his nose started dripping. And yellow came out. And people on the internet are saying, that's yellow blood. <laughs> I'm like, what? So yeah, go check it out. Yellow blood. I mean, neurological issues, those are serious. And, you know, in basketball and yeah, in football, you know, head injuries are serious. So um, still doing some research on that. I'm baffled. People are calling him an alien and whatnot. I mean, did you guys, you know, did you guys see that? I was about to say all the guys, but women, you guys watch basketball as well. But what do you think? Um, this is just mysterious. I've never seen anybody drip yellow out of their nose. But yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers last week, Brian... I mean, uh, Cardi, no, Mr. Osmond, O-S-M-A-N, C-E-D-I-O-S-M-A-N. He dripped yellow blood. A yellow, a yellow substance came out of his nose. <laughs> I'm so tongue-tied, right? But hey, that that's confounding, people. Now, let's switch over to um, Kurt Franklin. He was confronted out in the street by a street minister that I, I catch him on uh, different social medias from time to time. And the guy is bold. And uh, he confronted gospel singer Kurt Franklin out in the street and said, hey, you know, when you get that two, three minutes on the world stage, you need to be telling people about the goodness of Christ. Every day. <laughs> Are we called to be that bold today? Should even Christian celebrities uh, have their moment of space when nobody bothers them? Or does it mean that once you're a celebrity, you know, you're going to get questions no matter what? And being that, you know, Kurt Franklin is a Christian, been a Christian, been out there, what, what, 20 years now singing the gospel? A lot of people look up for him. Is it called for him to do more than just sing? That's the question. And that's what the street minister is asking him. Hey, take advantage of that moment. So I want to get into that. 
gradually. So let's have at it. If you wanted a revolution, you'd read your Bible. If you wanted a revolution, you would get on your knees before God and you'd start crying out for a revival. Why are we not doing that? We want to come to a concert. We want to keep feeding the machine. I tell you the truth. This nation is full of adulterers. This nation is full of adulteresses. This nation is full of people that play hooky on God every single day. This nation is full of people that are denying Jesus Christ with their actions. The Bible says, these people honor me with their lips on Sunday, but their hearts are far from me. And if you love Jesus, you'll obey his command. You love Jesus, you will go where he tells you to go. You will do what he tells you to do. You will say what he tells you to say. And you know what, when I prayed about this, when I saw Kirk Franklin on the BET Awards, I felt the righteous indignation of God come up against me. Kirk Franklin, your time is up. Your time is up. Jesus Christ has numbered your days. Your days have been numbered, Kirk. Your days have been numbered. I'm speaking straight to you. Your days have been numbered. Your days of not even reading your Bible, going and getting up for filthy lucre's sake. All you do is cash a paycheck at the BET Awards. How dare you go and be friendly with the world? Don't you read your Bible? He went there, didn't he? So let's watch the actual moment where he actually went and uh, addressed him. I don't want to use the word confronted, it might be too strong, but I want you to check this out. Like now, do you think that this is the right way to share with me? That I'm not doing what you believe is Jesus? You, you, you're not listening to churches. The Bible says wisdom cries aloud in the open streets. How do you know I'm not listening to, to preachers? How do you know that Your I'm not preachers are drunk with wine of Babylon? Haven't you read to the book of Revelation? They're drunk with the wine. So you're saying that every preacher I talk to is drunk with wine. Well, if they, if you, if the preachers that you talk to were not drunk with wine, you know what they would tell you? What would they tell when you? When you go to the BET Awards, rebuke, rebuke, reprove, and correct. All scripture is useful. And I'm supposed to do that at an award show. Oh, yes. The Bible and, says if you don't want them, their blood is on your hand. And, and in so three saying, minutes. If, you, three minutes if I had three minutes in front of the world, I would tell them that wrath is coming. They better repent. That's what I would tell them. Okay. Yeah, so what you did uh, uh, yeah, teach him that. What do you think? I'm not asking to pick sides. Just tell me what do you think? You've been out there for two decades singing. You're producing, collaborating with other artists. Is it time for Kurt Franklin and other Christians to step out of their quote-unquote comfort zone, if that's the right way to put it? These are the last days. I'm not going to debate it. These are the last days. By now, your house should be paid for. Everything should be taken care of. And even if it wasn't, you got to preach the gospel in and out of season, right? So, is the street minister correct in confronting him in the street or addressing him out in the street? And as they say, the young people say, put him on blast. Next time you go to the BET Awards, any award, you, you, when you get that three minutes, you need to tell people about the goodness of Christ. What would you do? Is there a time and place for everything? And if you're serving and when you're serving God, should you not take every opportunity to do that? I mean, let's be for real. The way the world goes, if Kurt Franklin did that, the odds are they would have a talk with him. 
then if he did it again, they'd yank him from being on the stage. Tell me what you think. I mean, have any of you all ever been to those awards or do you know anything behind the scenes, how it really works? Man, it's, it's not that it's a tough one. Maybe Kurt Franklin is saying, well, I'm gonna do what I can. I get my awards and get my accolades. And then when I'm off the stage, the goal is to um, go full blast in preaching the word as well. Maybe that's the strategy. Because it's like, if you don't stay at that level, you're not reaching people. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's like, maybe he has a dualistic approach. When I get the word of the ceremony, I'm gonna let, let the ceremony happen. I think the good compromise, he could get at least 10 or 15 seconds, go and do a holy dance right, right quick and say, the Lord is the reason why I got this, uh, this opportunity to uh, be a gospel artist and then walk on off. That'd be a slick way to do it, right? <laughs> I could, I could see myself doing it, and that would reach, that would reach everybody, right? That probably reach around the whole world, do a Holy Ghost dance. But hey, tell me, what, what do you, what do you think the creative way to do this? Because again, look, people, even if it's a, even, even if it's a BAT awards, Black Entertainment Awards any award show that you're on there's a hidden code of conduct that they want let's be real right and if you go too far in their mind they yank you hey they just yank you so what would you do what would you do now let's flip over to vice president harris Kamala harris did you know that um her daughter First of all, that's Carmela Harris, right? Madam VP. Who is Ella M. Imhoff, Carmela Harris' stepdaughter just took New York fashion world by storm. See all the ris risque runway photos. Did you know she was a model? Yeah. Ran into this about a year ago. And uh, hey, she's modeling. I'm gonna show you guys something in a minute. Just want you to see the young lady. Camilla Harris' stepdaughter, Ella Imhoff, poses alongside her famous family. So yeah, she is an international model. People are asking, how did this happen? What I read was that, um, let's say, let's just say there's a connect between her desire to be it and Kamala Harris being vice president. When you know certain people, quote unquote, or if you're up there in that upper echelon and you ask a question, or if you donate money allegedly to the campaign, and your daughter asked for something, like, hey, I wanna be a I wanna be a model. All of a sudden mysteriously it happens. Not that that was the payoff for negotiation, but because you're at the top presidency or vice president, stepdaughter wants to be a model, people know people, people come in contact with people. Look, y'all, that is the real world. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie. It doesn't happen. When I was in the fashion modeling agency, 
because my mom was famous. There are people who came to me and said, hey, would you model for me? Because my mom knew movers and shakers. It helps. It helps. So it's going to keep it real. Now, I want to show you something. Let's let's look at a few of her uh, few of her modeling things that she did, okay? Runway. Kamala Harris runway debut in a recorded Kamala Harris's stepdaughter Ella M. Hoff is taking the fashion world by storm. The 21-year-old, who is currently a senior at Parsons School of Design, made a surprise appearance in the Proenza Schooler Show at New York Fashion Week, nearly one month after signing a contract with IMG Models. The college student, who is the daughter of second gentleman Doug Emhoff, embodied the brand's cool, understated aesthetic during the digital presentation, wearing... Okay, so that's one. And check this one out. Vice President Kamala Harris's stepdaughter Ella Emhoff bared her breast while strutting down the runway in a New York Fashion Week show. Emhoff, 23, was walking in the Prable Gorham Spring Summer 2023 show at 866 United Nations Plaza on Saturday when she donned the daring look. She wore a black miniskirt and a green scarf that wrapped around her neck and one of her breasts, but left the other exposed. The graduate of New School's Parsons School of Design is a popular catwalker was signed with modeling agency M in February 2021, and it has strutted down the runway for many high-end brands. MF is dating key fashion writer Sam Hine. She grabbed attention after wearing a Miu Miu coat at the inauguration of President Biden and her stepmother VP Harris on Jan 20, 2021. Her father is Doug Emhoff, Harris a husband, and her mother Kirsten Emhoff. Okay, now that laid the groundwork. I got an aha moment for you. Check this out. Pays to be that close to power. This is Ella Emhoff. Now you may not know her very well, but Ella is the number one reason why the Biden administration has stayed so silent on this Balenciaga thing. Because Ella is not only one of the top models for Balenciaga, she also just so happens to be the stepdaughter of our vice president. Yeah, I totally wish that were a joke. Here she is at the inauguration with her mommy dearest. See, Ella actually got her start in modeling with Balenciaga. Remarkably, right after her mom became vice president. And over the last couple of years, she stayed very loyal to Balenciaga. Modeling with Kanye West and Bella Hadid. And the fashion world, they've said she's responsible for their shift in couture. So if you were wondering why the U.S. government doesn't seem very interested in investigating the exploitation of children by Balenciaga... Now you know why, because she's making sure they don't. It obviously pays to be that close to power. This. Now, do you really think that the vice president of our United States would, um, let's say, either talk to Joe Biden or talk to certain people to say don't investigate them or don't shine any light on that? What's going on with Balenciaga? really think that would happen? Or is it just coincidence again that, you know, her stepdaughter is a model there and they just don't take the controversy as, um, as serious as we do? <sighs> Boy, what a world, right? Because if they did, if the Biden administration did, um, step in and make some decisions, uh, 
you would think at that point, then the daughter would, and I have to research that. The daughter would say, you know, I'm gonna step away from Balenciaga. And you think that um, Kim Kardashian would have done the whole thing full throttle. The last time I checked, Kim was like, she's gotta reevaluate. Oh boy, I tell you, what a world. So whether it's Kurt Franklin or the vice president's daughter or Kim Kardashian, when you're in that light, you come up across situations where you have to rethink what, is, what it is that you're doing. In Kurt Franklin's uh, position, gospel should be 24 seven, no matter where you're at. But again, you know, tell me what you think. Um, should he be creative on stage? I kind of think he should be creative on stage. There's a way to still get domestic Christianity across without quote unquote risking them not having you uh, there at the awards or let's say reducing your exposure. But then again, if it costs you, it just costs you. Uh, the closer we come to Christ, I do believe we should be more bolder. So I don't have a problem with um, the street minister uh, speaking with him. I kind of think that with the righteous indignation, it could have came off a little bit more smoother, whatever that means. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. Hey, do you know next time you chew up on the BT, BET Awards, Let's say it's 30, you got three minutes. You think you can give the good Lord 25, 30 seconds of that? I mean, just straight up scripture and testify right quick. Do you think that's possible? Look, I'm not telling you what to do, Kurt, but hey, you think you can throw that in there? Because, you know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just a nobody telling everybody about somebody, right? And, you know, you, 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 you're a big somebody. And with your platform, Kurt, I was just thinking, you know, that... Uh, you could take that opportunity to do that. So, you know, hey, look, I ain't gonna keep you, but hey, why don't you consider doing that? That's that's kind of how I would have done it. Cause you know, as men, when men confront other men, you know, we we we, we kind of like, hey, 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 MC Hammer, don't don't touch this. Leave, leave me alone. Don't be don't be calling me out. So. I'm just critiquing the situation, right? Because that's, you got to be creative in this, in this Christian walk. Look, I'm just telling y'all, you got to be creative in this Christian walk. You think the devil not creative in trying to uh, lure you to hell? Right? Look, look, I'm just keeping it real. In other words, sometimes you got to meet people where they're at. Got to meet people where they're at. There's some people I won't approach, but there are some people who are more street smart and they resonate with the person in the street and they can reach them for Christ. As long as they reach them for Christ, I'm fine. It don't matter to me. So tell me what you think. Now, let me ask you something. You know, Joe Biden is the 46th president of the United States, right? 46. Check this out. Look at this. Joe Biden, 46. When you take 46... Four and six is 10. 10 minus 46 gives you what? 36. That's three sixes, six, six, six. 
And I snuck this in on you guys a little while ago. Look at Carmela Harris. She is the 49th Vice President of the United States. Look at that, 49. Madam VP, 49. Madam VP, 49. Hmm. Okay. Camilla Harris, 49. 49 is 13. 13 minus 49, that's also 36. Just like Joe Biden. 666 again. <laughs> Has it ever happened in history? Has it ever have has that ever happened in history? And I'm doing some quick math. If Carmilla becomes the 47th president, four and seven is 11. 11 minus 47 gives you 36. I guess we can go all day, right? Hmm. You get it? Camilla, Camilla Harris will be the 47th president of the United States. Seven and four is 11. 11 minus 47 gives you 36. Tell me what you think. Well, people, happy Sunday. God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. Thumbs up, comment. Go back on a few videos and help the brother out. And just hit the thumbs up button. It helps the algorithm so people can know. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I commission you today. Today is the day the Lord has made. Just like the street preacher said, hey, salvation, salvation, salvation. Confessing with your mouth, believe in your heart. Jesus, will you be my Savior? John three sixteen. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You can have all the riches under gold, but nothing replaces your soul. Ask him to be your savior, he will. It's free. Ain't too many things on the planet free today. Salvation is free, he died for you. We're all sinners in need of his salvation and grace. Give yourself the true love in the spirit of a real Christmas and get the gift of salvation. Glory, hallelujah. Let the church say amen.